Hey, what's up, guys? Today we're going to be talking about do you need a real estate license to invest in real estate? You're going to want to stay tuned. We'll see you on the inside. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, no matter what time it is. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Hey, look, today we're going to be talking about, you know, do you need a real estate license to invest in real estate? I'm talking with my beautiful co-host, Josh. Beautiful, Zuniga. guys. Listen Beautiful. Up. That's a little metro, by <laughs> the way. I apologize best. for that one. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll take, we're not going to. Keep spot, going. Dude. Keep it raw. Keep you it raw. Yeah, you got right, nervous. So you got nervous. You got nervous. But no, seriously, I think I get this question probably at least once or twice a week, especially from the newbies in real estate. You know, they're yeah. asking, you know, do you need a real estate license to invest in real estate? And... I don't want to spoil the surprise, but what's the broad answer? No. No. No, you don't. But there are some caveats. Yeah. And it depends on how you're investing in real estate. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know there's been discussion, and this is kind of unique to Arizona, but there's been discussion recently about getting real estate wholesalers licensed. Ooh. Which should be interesting. Ooh, that's going to really change some things up here, guys. Pay, we got to pay attention. Yeah, and I think is because in essence, you know, with the assignments, and guys, if you're not familiar with assignments, what assignment is is basically the... Flipping paper. Yeah, real estate investor goes out into the open market and finds a property that somebody wants to sell. They get that property under contract, and then what you can do in Arizona is call something called an assignment, where you can then take that contract and assign it to Josh Zuniga, and make the spread between what you bought it for and what Josh is going to pay for it. And essentially, that's acting as a broker. And understand, you know, the real estate department probably doesn't like that very much because there's not a whole lot of disclosures. Uh, you know, it does put the public at a little bit of a jeopardy, a little bit at risk, you know, because a lot of these investors don't have the cash to actually close, and they're not disclosing that fact. It all comes down to disclosure, right? And I think... In the long term, that could we could see some changes here. Yeah, you know, and I think that's a good thing. I support common sense regulation. I support full disclosure. I'm a very, very full disclosure type guy, where I think that everybody has the right to the information they need to make educated decisions of you know if that deal is right for them. But on a broader brush stroke, I don't think a lot of people understand that to invest in real estate as a retail buyer, you don't need or a retail seller, you don't need a real estate license. Can you kind of talk to us about some of the logistics? Yeah, guys. Um, so obviously wholesaling is just a whole other side of, um, of what you want to do to actually invest in real estate or actually make some money and make some income. You know, my father's been investing in real estate since I was a kid, so 20, 25 plus years. He still doesn't have his license, right? He doesn't need it. It really depends on what the individual's strategy is on how they actually want to get into the game of real estate. So my father has an investment portfolio, a real estate portfolio. They generate some rental income every single month. And he's taking advantage of like the appreciation and the depreciation for taxes and all those wonderful benefits, right? Doesn't need it. If a guy, if somebody's looking to do wholesaling, which is a whole nother ball game, right? A whole nother different sector than actually retail and traditional where you're just listing and working with buyers. Um, yeah, you still don't need it. But like you were saying, that may change, you know, and that, I don't think Arizona is the only one that's going to actually be doing that because through social media and through a lot of these big players that are in the wholesale game, they're knowing like, hey, this is some, something way you can actually make a quick buck. Um, <clears throat> there is going to be some regulation. I would think so, right? Hold some of these guys accountable because 
I hate to say it, you know, some of the wholesale deals out there, when it comes to like me trying to actually make a deal, um, wholesalers give a lot of the other investors a bad rap, a really, really bad rap. And that's why they think of some of the real estate agents are actually like sharks and you're going to try and take me for my money and you know, take my house away and do all these kinds of things. No. And like you're saying, one of the biggest reasons we have, you know, um, lawsuits within real estate is because of disclosure. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know you've talked to, you know, um, several times about disclosure. You know, that's one of the big it's things. the number one reason why people get sued. Yeah. Yep, is not disclosing facts. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, if you're buying or selling a house more specifically, you know, and you find something you need to disclose it. You know, even if it doesn't seem material to you, it may be material to the buyer. Yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and so, you know, when it comes down to it, um, let's talk about property management for two seconds because I think there's a little bit of misconception there too where, you know, you get a lot of people that are like, well, do I need a license to be a property manager? And the answer is yes, if you're managing someone else's property. But guys, if you're buying real estate and you, you, you accumulate a ton of doors over the you know, course of a career, you don't need a real estate license to be able to manage your own units. And I think that's very important to distinguish. You know, so people are like, well, do I need a license to do property management? Yes, but only if you're doing somebody else's properties. Yeah. Yep. And do you need a license to do short-term rentals? Short-term rentals are considered hotels. Mm. which Hospitality. Fall hospitality. It's a yes. different guideline. Yes. And so understand that, you know, generally anything under 30 days is considered a short-term rental. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So guys, you can, and this is, this is to encourage you, not to hinder you. Like, if you guys want to get involved in real estate, by all means, get involved, right? But take the right right forms of action and educate yourself on actually how to do it. Especially, there's a lot of young cats out there that are trying to get in a wholesale game. They've watched, you know, five, six YouTube videos, and they think it's just peaches and cream, and it's easy. We're just going to go knock on a couple of doors and do the contracts. No, so you need to know exactly what you're doing. Find a mentor, know how to knock on these doors, know how to get these numbers, know how to get in front of these people have the proper contracts, have the proper documents, and have the proper um, players in your, in, um, on your team as far as to get those transactions from start to finish. And yeah, you can make those assignment fees. Absolutely. There's nobody saying it's anything wrong with making those assignments, but you're actually giving them a service. You found a seller that was, you know, uh, what would you say, in distress, yep. or the property was in distress, right? As an example, property's 200000 but it needs probably like $60,000, $70,000 worth of work to even be sellable. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of those here in Arizona, especially in Central Phoenix and Old Town Scottsdale. Carl just told me about his. The worst ever. 1954 property replacing all the plumbing. Hammering out half the foundation, a 70-foot yeah. trench yeah. in concrete. Bunkers. Yes. Guys, I don't know if you saw some of my YouTube videos. I have, I've done bunkers in plenty of my properties, too, because plumbing is one of the basic expenses. Yes. Right? So they are creating it. They did a service for this seller because they didn't have to actually go through that and do those repairs themselves. So the, the I don't want to say the result for that is you get the property at a discount. So the person at the end buyer that this uh, wholesaler is going to be selling it to has enough spread to not only put the money in for the rehab, but they're also going to make some money when they do a retail buy, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think that's one of the biggest things you guys need to really understand is like, it's not an easy game. Do you need a license? No, absolutely not. But you need to know exactly what you're getting into and maybe sure you have some mentors on the play. Yeah. Do you agree? Huge, huge. Yeah. Have mentors. Mentors. Yes. Mentors. Plural. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. That was it for our episode today, guys. We want to make sure that we encourage you and we just love you. We want to give you as much information as possible. But if you guys are looking to investing, if you guys want to talk with to Carlo and I, please let us know. We're happy to speak with you, happy to sit down and have a meeting with you. If you guys are looking to do flips, investing, multifamily, or you want to do short-term rentals, we know all of it, right? Yep, we and we, yeah, and we can help you out any way, shape, or form. You, your family, your friends, coworkers, whoever it is. 
please feel free to reach out to us at any point in time. Until then, we'll see you on the inside on the next episode. Love you.